Hi everyone, welcome back to the Quantum Heart Cafe. And yes, this is the second episode for a week. I usually I do one episode a week, but I was thinking the other day I was thinking about someone. Uh, his name is uh, Stanislav Petrov. Yeah, yeah, Stanislav Petrov. And uh, the reason why I was thinking about him the other day, and he's the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, is because I, about a couple, yeah, about a year or maybe two years ago, I watched a documentary that Kevin, Kevin Costner produced, and I, I watched it again last night, and I'm going to put a post or post a link to it. Um, it's available on YouTube, and it's called the, the Man Who Saved the World. And one of the reasons why I was thinking about Stanislav was because he was, he was the... Uh, the central person being interviewed in the documentary because what he did was he averted a new he or he his decisions helped to avert a nuclear apocalypse and i'm not joking when i say apocalypse i know that that's like a a loaded word but just the the dev if if he had made the wrong decision the devastation from it would have been the end of the world and so this whole episode is going to be a commemoration and just a, a profound sense of gratitude in his name because uh, Stanislav passed away on May 19th, uh, 2017. And that's pro maybe that's why one of the reasons why I was thinking of him was because over the last couple of days is because, you know, he passed away this week and, you know, I don't know, maybe he was urging me on the, on the other side to, you know, say something. You know, because, you know, we kind of are on at a fairly tense period in human history. You know, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of fear and hatred and violence being, um, you know, perpetrated. And there's a lot of, you know, warmongering going on at all sides. And I wanted to share... Stanislav's story, t or I wanted to tell Stanislav's story tonight because his heartfelt decision is the reason why a lot of us are alive today. Like his decision touched billions of lives. And I don't know, um, I mean, the documentary, I think the documentary did a, a lovely job uh, commemorating what he did, but, you know, up until a couple years ago, I didn't. I never heard of what Stanislav or what he did. Um, and so with that, I just want to spend a few minutes talking tonight, just talking about um, the documentary and just kind of sharing my thoughts about kind of the, the documentary and just my thoughts about what's going on in society as a whole. And of course, I have my decaf coffee to go with tonight's episode. You know, it's still the it's still the decaf coffee I'm I'm, I'm drinking from Whole Foods, <laughs> uh, but you know it's all good. It's pretty good, and I think so. I'll I'm gonna talk about what happened. I'm gonna talk about the incident and then um, share some of the the quotes and just um, the thoughts that were going through Stanislav's mind when he was or what he shared with people 
when he was being interviewed in the documentary. And so uh, on September 26, 1983, the Soviet Union, they had installed this satellite uh, tracking system. It was a new computer system, and they were just kind of getting used to it. And what happened was that the satellites detected a, or what they thought they detected, was a nuclear strike or a nuclear launch from the United States. And at first, it was just one missile that the satellite system detected, and then maybe a few minutes later, uh, they detected a few more. It, there was a total of five, five missiles that uh, this satellite system had detected that were going they were going through they were going after um the ussr and uh serendipity it's almost like the creator you know kind of saw what was going on because uh stanislav was stationed at the base that night but he wasn't he was he wasn't supposed to be there but his co-worker had phoned in sick and so he uh took the shift that night and and he was there, and he's he's the one. He's a, he was a colonel in the Russian army, and I think it was the army. If it was the air force, it could have been the air force. But I'm pretty sure it was the army. If I'm wrong about that, apologies. Um, but he was he was in charge that night. So what happened was, when the alarm went off, he's the one that decides if it's a false alarm, or if the alarm is true. And that decision would mean. You know, it could have meant the end of the world because, you know, if, if uh, the way that the U.S. and the USSR had um, kind of, I guess, dev- designed their counterattack strategy is is that when one launches nuclear bombs, the other one launches the nuclear bombs, and then the first, as Stanislav was saying in the interview, that when uh, the first volley of nuclear bombs were exchanged by both sides. You know, the the, the devastation and the, the loss of human life would have been in the millions. And then he was saying that the um, there was that there could have been a, a second strike, a, just to I guess finish finish everything off, and that would have been you know thousands of these nuclear missiles being launched and dropping all over the earth and turning the earth into a desert and completely destroying life on earth and you know Stanislav he knew this uh he knew this when he was trying to gather all the data because he he didn't you know he didn't have all the information available to make a proper decision uh the I think it was uh the radar I think the radar guys they weren't able to see it to see the bombs on their screen, so they weren't sure. Like they were trying to confirm it, but they they weren't sure because they couldn't see uh, see it on their see them on their screens very well. And uh, and thank goodness too that Stanislav did not trust computers. He, he you know he you know he didn't trust in their decision making. So he went with the heartfelt choice to say that the alarm was false, even though he didn't know for sure. He wasn't exactly sure because, it, like I said, he didn't have all the information. The reason why he did that was because he understood the value of human life, and he didn't want to be the one responsible for triggering World War Three. You know, he said that he would, in the interview, that he would take on uh, the sins of... Um, 
you know, his fellow countrymen being, or the potential of his countrymen being bombed, be rather than, um, you know, make the decision to start a nuclear war. And it's because of that that we're we're all here today. And it and it turned out because what happened was the radar guys were waiting for the nuclear bombs to show up on their screens. And I think it was after three, like they were supposed to show up within like three or five to three minutes of the alarm going off. So after three minutes, nothing appeared on the screens. And so it was a false, it was determined that it was a false alarm. And, and thank goodness, you know, thank goodness for his heartfelt, uh, decision he went with his instincts and I mean I can't even imagine the pressure he was in to make a decision everyone was looking to him and you know he decided to go with his heart and I also think that one of the reasons why he made that decision was because you know he had a, a wife that he loved with all his heart and it's sad because uh, she was battling cancer and you know, shortly after this incident, uh, he had to leave the army to, uh, or he left the army to uh, care for his uh, dying wife, and, and she did pass away from cancer. And he was never the same after that. He, you know, a lot of, you know, he, he was consumed by a lot of grief. And he didn't have the easiest childhood either. His family, one of the reasons why he joined the army was because you know, his family didn't really want anything to do with him when he was younger. So they kind of, you know, they shoved him off to the military. And and he lost touch with his parents, he especially his mother, uh, while he was growing up. The nice thing is, is that, um, you know, towards the end of the documentary, you know, Stanislav did ma manage to reconnect with his mother. Uh, his brother had passed away. And, uh, you know, the lady who was kind of, she started off as, uh, he, she was his uh, interpreter throughout the documentary. And at first she didn't like him because he is kind of grumpy. He's kind of like a grumpy old guy. But you can, I can kind of understand, like, just given everything uh, that he went through or that he experienced while he was growing up, you know. And he, you know, distrustful of politicians. And I totally, totally understand that. I don't trust him very much either. And, you know, doesn't like nuclear weapons and still sees nuclear threat as a, as a potential. And given the current climate, you know, I think that, <clears throat> I think that the, that potential still exists. It just take, because it just takes one wrong decision, one, one stupid mistake and we're in trouble, you know, and so he knew all this, so, you know, he wasn't always the most, you know, wasn't like, going, you know, a Pollyannish kind of person. He was a bit more, uh, you know, he was just kind of grumpy. <laughs> and, but he grew on the interpreter and she became, both of them kind of became friends. I don't know if they stayed in touch after the documentary. I hope they did because it looked like they had a nice friendship. And, and he even, and Stanislav de definitely grew on me as I was watching him, you know, and I saw the, you know, the pain that he, I, I, he went through throughout his life and I saw the, um, but I also felt, saw his heartfelt, uh, compassion 
you know, and even when he got upset at people, it wasn't, you know, usually when he got upset with people, it was because, you know, he was trying to, um, you know, tell, you know, wake people up to how valuable and precious life is and how um, he was saying that the only reason why Russia had those weapons in the first place is because the U.S. had them. And to be fair, the U.S. is the only country that has used nuclear weapons when they dropped the two the two bombs on Japan. And that's one of the reasons why uh, the Russians armed, armed themselves, um, or at least that's what Stanislav was saying in the documentary. And so towards the end of it, the documentary, um, his interpreter friend, she encouraged as Stanislav, he was pretty stubborn. I mean, he is a Virgo, so I can understand, like, we can be pretty stubborn. And uh, she was urging him to reconnect with his mother. And thankfully he did. You know, he was able to put the ba the past, they were able to both put the past behind them. And uh, I hope enjoy the rest of the their life together, you know, starting on the, kind of restarting their relationship together and, and healing their relationship, which I thought was nice. You know, I, I'm glad the documentary kind of ended on that because then, you know, maybe mo both of them could find uh, some peace and joy near the end of their lives. Um, so I just wanted to share that documentary tonight, um, share and in, in my own way commemorate uh, Stanislaw's memory because his decision for me, really inspired me. Um, it inspired me to keep making decisions from my heart and to remember the being and all human beings and just how precious life is. It was, and especially given the tense climate that we're all kind of, you know, in at the moment, I think it's so important to, at least for me, just to take a step back and just remember all the. The, you know, just remember all the, the wonderful uh, people and the wonderful beings and all the life and the trees and animals and just everyone and just how important, how precious our Mother Earth is and how, you know, these powers that shouldn't be are all too, in my opinion, trigger-happy and all too willing to destroy life on Earth to fulfill their stupid idiotic agendas and you know Stanislav's um, documentary and his decision just really gave me pause and reflection today because his decision like I said his decision touches all of us none of us would be alive today if he made the other choice and what I also find inspiring, too, is that Stanislav, he wasn't a politician or, you know, a, a rich person or, or famous in any way. He was, he was a man, and he, but he followed his heart. And, or, sorry, he was a man who followed his heart. And, you know, and thank goodness he did. Because, and who knows, maybe the creator knew that and decided to you know, make his co-worker sick so Stanislav could get in there and, and make sure that, you know, nothing stupid, you know, we didn't do something stupid that night. And I don't know, I, I, I hope that maybe this podcast, at least for me, this podcast has 
and just Stanislav's memory has me thinking about peace and how I would like to put my own energy towards a world peace movement. You know, I really don't know if planet Earth can sustain another major war just with all the resources and all the the life that gets destroyed and you know and sacrificed for these wars which really only profit large corporations and you know the rich one percent and it leaves everyone else impoverished and and suffering so yeah that's i got you know it's just i guess i just wanted to share my thoughts tonight as i reflect on this and I don't know where to start, but, you know, definitely maybe it's just with my own and myself working towards um, the global peace movement. And this is what this podcast represents is a step in that direction, you know, a, a step where you know, we don't really have colonialism in, in the future or or empire or anything like that. I think we can make a different choice and like I said we in other shows we you know I really do feel like we're at a crossroads right now and I feel like Stanislav's heartfelt decision has inspired me to you know keep choosing the path of love and healing and to keep choosing the path of peace even though it's difficult you know it may involve me talking to and, and sitting in a room with people I, I don't particularly like and they may not like me either um, but I'd rather go down that road than, you know, the road of technocracy and trusting machines. Cause you know, if he trusted that stupid machine, we would be in a very different place. So just saying that, uh, world brain and those computers don't know everything and they, oftentimes they can be wrong. So with that, I just... I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to post a link to the documentary. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, I think Kevin Costner actually did end up producing the documentary, and it's really good. It's very humbling, and uh, Stanislav's um, decision is very inspiring. And, you know, this is just my way of commemorating his memory and giving thanks uh, to what he did and to what he he stood for um so yeah i i just wanted to say that and i hope everyone has uh, a great evening and i'll be back again with my um i've been reading that book on mindful dreaming so i'll be back next week with uh probably on tuesday with a episode where i, I talk about the book if i don't finish the book i'll just split it up into two parts um and with that all being said thank you for stopping by the cafe and i hope all of you have a wonderful evening and please if you listen to this maybe take some time to pause and in your own way thanks denislov uh petro for his uh, heartfelt decision and you know for me i definitely went out today and outside and enjoyed the sunshine so have a good night ciao